The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ash Holes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ash Holes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ash Hole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, this is the Ash Holes Podcast. And today we're going to talk about who should go into the Cigar Hall of Fame. Is it me? And I don't know, should we say who or what or which? Which, <laughs> yeah, which, which cigar should which go in the cigar Cigar brands Hall of Fame? should go in the Cigar Hall of Fame. But here we are. I'm Dan. Sitting in Dave's seat today as he is in the Dominican Republic. Maybe he's doing research for who should go in the Cigar Hall of Fame. <laughs> it could be. Um, you know, on these show notes, I find it interesting. I'm the only one with a last name, and I'm capitalized. Yeah, that's, you know, I just keep it in routine, right? Okay. So we have Ed Sullivan with us, Aaron, Chrissy on the wheels of steel, and like Can we I said, Dave is in the Dominican today. But today we're going to talk about the... Uh, Cigar Hall of Fame, who should go in in the future, next year, going forward. But today, we're going to light up a cigar that, uh, or cigar brand rather, that was inducted into the Hall of Fame. We're going to light mm-hmm. up the Davidoff Special R. This is a cigar made in the Dominican Republic, four by seven eighths by fifty. It's not five inches. Four by seven eighths. Yeah. You know, just to be difficult. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Dominican binder, assorted filler, and you can find the cigar for twenty four sixty nine for a single. $98 for a four-pack or a box of 25 for six twelve fifty, and you can find the cigar at twoguyscigars.com. That is the number twoguyscigars.com. It's not a cheap date. Not a cheap date, but no. it's a Hall of Famer. It's a Hall yeah. of Fame cigar. I guess you pay for the quality. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Special R is probably, if not their flagship, besides the 83, it's yeah. 1A and 1B. This mm-hmm. is probably... The cigar, when people go to grab a Davidoff or recommend one, this is the one they pick. I mean, a lot of people grab the special tea, but it's mm, a tea, like so yeah. that <laughs> it's automatically limited yeah. being yeah. a torpedo. The trademark size, too, because you know how it, uh, it fans yeah. out at the bottom. Oh, so, yeah. You know, they're very yeah. uh, particular about that. Well, enough of that. I think it's time to light our cigars. Brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land. A company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. One draw, that's the law. 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 It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. Oh, yeah, and the cold draw tasted like uh, Davidoff. Yep. <laughs> you know, a little bit of that. Mustiness, mm-hmm. musty basement, yeah, in the best way, you know. <laughs> I know, it, yeah. I always feel bad describing it that like, way because yeah. it's not at all unpleasant. Yeah, I don't know if it's because people always say that guys like to go to basements. They like ca- like man caves or basements or mm-hmm. something. I like the smell of a basement. Yeah, it's a basement you have fond memories of. Yeah, yes. that's what it stays like. Yeah, you could be a cellar dweller, a just cellar live dweller. below ground, also like, or like a mulger, like a mole person, <laughs> mole person. That'd be good, you know. But. uh no, I mean, it's, it's, we say this all the time when we smoke uh, stuff made at this factory, yep. and it's uh, <laughs> yeah. or, or brands that have similar blenders involved or something, and there really is a taste that's just, it tastes like a Davidoff. Yeah. You know? You know, on the one draw, this is a mild cigar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Even Dave, if he were here, would have to admit it doesn't touch medium even. No, uh, no. This is no. a three, or if, you, if you're Dave, maybe a four. Yeah. But the thing about it is, while it's mild, it's got tons of flavor. Yeah, like it's, I would totally agree. It's not even above a four in terms of strength. No. But flavor, it's a 10 for me. Yeah. Um, because it's, I mean, their whole thing when they were blending, you know, all the cigars that come out probably up until 2020, 19, it was all about balance and complexity. That's kind of what they, uh, they stake yep. their claim on, whether it's a fuller body, the, you know, some of the year ofs with the Ecuadorian Habano, yep. but it's always full flavored, no matter if it's a Connecticut or if it's a different wrapper. So, but big fan, you know, but this is a cheap date and it's a fast date. Because uh, it'd be questionable <laughs> if we finished the show before this is uh, down to. Well, maybe wire. if we had that extra one eighth. That's true. <laughs> it's hard to say, but you know we've done a, a bunch of talking on New England Cigar Expo, but we haven't talked a lot about the Hall of Fame that was no. launched. Mm-hmm. No, we haven't, and the Cigar Hall of Fame was launched and debuted at the New England Cigar Expo at night one on September 29th. Um, it is a Hall of Fame that honors cigar brands, so it's not for the person or the people behind the brand or the blenders. It's for the brands themselves. And this year, the three inaugural brands that were inducted were Davidoff, Cuesta Ray, and Cabanas, uh, all for their own different reasons and uh, very prominent brands in the, in the history of cigars. I mean, Cabanas, the original Cuban cigar, Davidoff, that's been a... You know, innovator for years, going back to when they were in Cuba and moved to Dominican, Questeray, Tampa, big brands. And the question is, is now that we've the Cigar Hall of Fame has started, who goes in next, and and why should those brands go in? Well, why would be because they meet the criteria for right. selection. <laughs> I think so. So we do have some of the requirements, and feel free at any time, uh, if you're listening to this live or you listen to it after, to check out thecigarhalloffame.com. It's thecigarhalloffame.com, all one word, um, and you can see the uh, people who have been inducted so far. Um, a good description of the history and why these ones made the Hall of Fame. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And also, you can see when you go to the homepage, um, you can see also that we have the criteria, and I think we have the, the website. We could probably take a look at it real quick. For those watching. Oop. <laughs> it's because the computer's queued up. Yep. <laughs> so this is the homepage for the CigarHallOfFame.com. Ooh, they have a nice red carpet, fancy video, right? Red carpet with the logo. But on the top, you can see all the different pages you can check out. There's an about page. They have the, the brands for this year. Um, you also have the criteria, um, and we'll go over some of the criteria now of what, what it takes to be in the Cigar Hall of Fame, right? Mm-hmm. So historical significance is one. Innovation, whether it's you know, with packaging or you know, different design or different components. Exceptional quality. And you know, Ed and I were talking about this before the show. Exceptional quality. We talk about some of these older brands, too. It's exceptional quality at the time it was mm. in the market because yeah. exceptional quality in, when Cabanas debuted in the – 18th century is a little different little different than what it is today right cultural influence how it impacted the cigar industry at the time uh longevity and legacy how if it continued to bring people into the brand and uh it continued to evolve over over time originality replication imitation 
which yeah. we see a lot in the we business. We see a it, lot it, of it. The cigar is so good. Everyone makes the same cigar afterwards. Uh, it's impact and enduring influence for those brands that continue to be on the shelves. How do they continue to endure and uh, really make an impact on the industry? So that being said, um, what brands do you guys think would make great inductions into the Cigar Hall of Fame in the future? Oh, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah. Um, you know, I had mentioned to Dave previously, this is, I guess, not as, I don't want to say ancient, but doesn't have the longevity of some mm-hmm. of these others. But for me, La Gloria Cubana hits yeah. on all of those. Yeah. I mean, it was really the first boutique cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got a history going back to Cuba, although... Yep. It was never, I, I don't think, a hugely popular Cuban cigar. Sure. But obviously it influenced the industry. Mm. Oh, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the original stories, when I first started in the business like 10 years ago, I mean, after uh, people, when, during the boom period, people were flying down to Miami to pay cash to get these uh, for the stores because they would sell so fast. It was one right. of those impossible cigars to find. You know, in the '90s, but even still to this day, it's a very popular brand. I that used sells. to fax orders down to yeah. the factory. Really? Uh, yeah. And there was a, and people would talk. It's like almost like it was like being in a club because there was there was two factories, right? If you got them from uh, one, originally, they were made in Miami, right? And they couldn't keep up with production. And boy, was it a bargain! I used to buy the Maduro Churchills. And they were less than three dollars each, hmm. just under Crazy. three bucks a stick for the wow. Churchill. Unheard of nowadays. <laughs> but then they opened the the factory in the Dominican, mm-hmm. and it was all the same tobacco, right. same guy. But Different people buildings. would say, "No, I need the Miami ones. Right. I want the Miami ones." Yeah. So it's and it's a brand that's it stood the test of time. It's still the you know the Serie R number five or six in the natural Maduro. Still huge sellers and nationwide. They're still spinning off different variations yeah. every year. And, and, and it also led to you know EP you know Ernesto mm-hmm. all of the different brands he's come out with in the last few years. That you know it really started with La Gloria Cubana, but that turned into La Historia and all of the other brands that he did under yeah. E.P. Carrillo as well. So mm-hmm. definitely stood the test of time as a, a starting point, right? And then uh, you know other brands like there's so many to think of off the top. Yeah. But what do you think about a brand like Padrone? Is it too is it too, if is it too soon? You know. <clears throat> If you look at uh, Nicaragua, if you want to go back a little in history, there mm. is still Hoya de Nicaragua, yeah. which was very early on yeah. in building the cigar industry. And they're still around. Yeah, and they make great stuff. Now, do they have the popularity of Padron now? Probably no. not. No. no. So I think either of those are good potential candidates. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and then if you move to another cigar producing country like the Dominican Republic, I mean, La Aurora was there yep. for a very long time. Right. But then you've also got Fuente, who, yeah. I mean, you can't deny yeah. the influence absolutely they've had. Not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And especially, you know, they were the first ones to grow wrapper leaf successfully in the Dominican Republic right. yeah, for big, Opus X. So big influence. They're there. worthy. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think they definitely check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could even, you know, you talk about its brands, you could even go as far as to induct 
multiple brands of Arturo mm-hmm. Fuente. You know, if yeah, we're going into lines, yeah. it's not the the line cigar hall of fame, but you know, Opus mm-hmm. X is its own thing. The Hemingway series. There's a lot of history yeah. just in the across the board and all their different line. And it's the same as Davidoff. You could we could have. Uh, if it was right. if it was a subsection of the Cigar Hall of Fame, you could even go as far as to you know the Anniversario line, yep. you know, because uh, so many of these brands have such big portfolios. One of which, um, w- which has a bunch of different iterations, would be Monte Cristo. Yeah, because uh, you have the Cuban side, you have the Dominican and side. There's a lot of those, right? Because if you yes. go punch or oil de monterey mm-hmm. it was very interesting how that transition to honduras and frankie and Aza mm-hmm. was making great cigars in yeah. honduras mm-hmm. under those brands right yeah and there and there's so many of those that are either they were popular in cuba and then went over like davidoff mm-hmm. or there's some that even went defunct like it doesn't necessarily have to be a brand that still is in existence, mm-hmm. um, like Dunhill, yeah. or even um, you know some other older brands. Like you talk about Cabanas, oldest cigar brand, yeah. and another one that would be interesting, I think, would be Marsh Wheeling. Absolutely, yeah, yeah for the historical context, for sure. Uh, speaking of historical context, we have an email specifically about this. Oh, which somebody okay. was on their A game. Like, wow, oh, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. Yeah, this is from uh, Bill Forlano or Forlano. He says, uh, "Love the show. It, se- uh, it seems like you reached the perfect balance of personalities with your recent pal- well, panel of esteemed Ashles." That's why we wow. got rid of Dave. Well, yeah. we were perfectly <laughs> balanced. <laughs> and- <laughs> I have a few suggestions for the Cigar Hall of Fame. Marsh Wheeling, one of the oldest yeah. cigar companies in the U.S., and it seems at least partially responsible for the term stogies, whether you like the term or not, uh, that has become synonymous with the name almost all cigars uh, smokers in America uh, use when talking about cigars. The founder, um, uh, Mifflin Marsh, was mm. known for selling his cigars to... Uh, uh, Canistoga uh, wagon drivers uh-huh. heading west in addition to hawking his cigars uh, to boat captains and sailors along the Ohio, Ohio River. Uh-huh. The cigars are still made to this day, which I was not aware of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and even though they may not be considered the best example of premium cigars, I think the fact that they're continued uh, contributed to the nickname Stogies is significant. In the vein of old cigar uh, brands, Punch, H. Upman, Romeo and Juliet, uh, should be considered as far as legacy brands. As from Artem Brands, Padron, Arturo Fuente, and Perdomo are all worthy of consideration. Yeah. Your loyal listener, Bill. There you go. Well, the bill, Bill's on the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, uh, Perdomo in particular really brought the vertical integration <clears throat> That's to a thinking, new yeah. level. Yeah, even right. if you don't consider him old enough, it's yeah, they innovative. He will definitely be on the Hall of Fame eventually. Yeah. Like. And that's really the question, you know, and uh, I'd be curious. Well, I'll have to find out what Dave has to say about it, but it would be curious to see where the cutoff line really for uh, what is an acceptable time period to be either in market? Because a lot of these brands are existing. There's some mm-hmm. that are. are that are maybe defunct that will be in the Hall of Fame. But what's the the line of demarcation, right? So, like, if you were going to be inducted into the Football Hall of Fame, it's five years after um, your retirement. (laughs) Right. Major League Baseball, it's the day you retire. You have, if you're a modern player, from the day you retire, you have 15 years until you're removed from the ballot. So you could go in right away, like someone like David Ortiz or Derek Jeter. They were going to go in... First time they're eligible. 
Yeah, and I mean, even with these sports, it's like there's usually they have stats to back them up. Mm-hmm. It's like, are we going to look at historical sales? Like, how much, how popular, yeah. how much of the market did right. the cigar brand have right. at the time? And we ha- and we have the the requirements to get in of the you know the innovation, the historical significance, the enduring influence, uh, replication, imitation, you know, and that's you know that's the question of where do you stop? Because there's brands like um, Atabay and Byron, which obviously would deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because of the impact they've had. They've, they did a lot of change, even just for that super premium market of how much it's changed since they were on the scene. Their innovation with their humidor cycling. Yeah, of, the aging know, process. The cycling, yeah. So it's, it's really a question of what, what the line of... And I don't know necessarily if there really is a line of where, you know, okay... Uh, I I, th- I don't think you should do a brand that maybe came out that year, no, uh, unless it did something crazy. But you know, one brand I think that would be interesting that would would cause controversy and has nothing to do really with age because I feel like it's been on the market a long time is Acid. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it changed a lot of things. It did. <laughs> yep. There's a lot of cigar smokers that got into cigars through Acid. Right, and it's it's been very historically significant. Uh, it was an innovation. Now, it might have not been their innovation in terms of the flavoring process, but it did have. It was the one that had the cultural influence, the enduring impact. So, I'd be curious to see what a brand like Acid would, yep. would be in the Hall yeah. of Fame. I'm thinking that would have to wait several years of Hall of Fame to <laughs> yeah. get it established before yeah. <laughs> throwing Acid in. I it's mean. like it's like uh, when Missy Elliott went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, uh, Dolly yeah. Parton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then you've got Cohiba, of course, mm-hmm. and that has its interesting history and yes. legal battles. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's tons of history there. I mean, I know the listener said, you know, and so many of these companies have so many of these historical brands, like, mm-hmm. you know, Romeo and Julieta, H. Upman. They, they all have their own story to tell, but they're all under the same umbrellas, really. So yeah. it's a question of what makes the most sense, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Cigar Hall of Fame. But if you're interested, you know, you can visit thecigarhalloffame.com. You can learn more about, you know, Questore, Davidoff, Cabanas that are all in the Hall of Fame in the inaugural class of 2023. And uh, check it out, learn more about those brands, and then let us know in the comments uh, what you think should be in the Hall of Fame going forward. All right. Well, why don't we uh, take a break now, and when we come back, we'll do our top five delightful news and letters in the mailbox. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurial tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. 
Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael. It outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're smoking the Davidoff Special R. We're talking about the Hall of Fame of Cigars. Mm, yes. And if you want to send us an email, it's theassholespodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us through the Contact Us page at theashholes.net. That was our Perfect. first email was from there. And so yeah. Mm, start pushing love it more. Get yeah, people pe- to the website. Yeah. Check yeah. our backlog of uh, episodes. They're all on there. Yeah. No, it's great that we got an email about today's topic. It I was know. perfect timing. And then uh, also in the comments, to see Fernando said Macanudo should go in the Hall of Fame. That's another uh, worthy worthy. worthy candidate as well. History in Jamaica. Absolutely. So uh, I know we read a letter in the mailbox. Do we, do we have more? We have a couple more. All uh, right. We're doing some catch up. Uh, this one's from James uh, Caruso. Says I've listened to every show since the beginning of time. Oh. I believe the sh- wow. first shows were an hour; they were, and then was cut down to forty minutes. You are correct. Uh, since I'm retired, I usually listen to the podcast at the gym after I finish listening to the other two podcasts, Cigar Authority and the After Show. 
Uh, Dave might not agree with me, but I'm a big Lancero fan. Ooh. Uh, oh. Probably have a few hundred in my cabinet. Hmm. If you have a few hundred, you probably don't like them that much. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, love the show. Always learning something new. Jimmy the Mum. Nice. Uh, and we've got a follow-up email from uh, Rob. Who went to uh, Melbourne? Went to oh. went to Australia. He finally he stopped threatening us about this trip to Australia. And yeah, finally he finally went. went. Uh, nice. so I'm going to summarize some of it because he went into in depth. It says uh, I promised to follow up email regarding my trip to Melbourne. Melbourne from for Chrissy. Here's what I experienced. Uh, basically, when he flew in, they had to fumigate everyone. <laughs> apparently, uh, so for the flight fun did, or it, for yeah for funsies, you know. Uh, flight attendants uh, went up and down the aisles with cans of bug spray, and they sprayed all over the plane and. <laughs> Passengers. And so, the passengers. And the passengers. So, is this you know, a, a nice, new, nice and new, welcomming. Is that a new thing, Chrissy, or is I, that a... I've never had that happen. Yeah. So. I wonder if there's an invasive species they're trying to, like, eliminate yeah. or something. Americans. Uh, yeah. 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 That will deter yeah, people. I didn't get hit. Uh, he's talking about, like, getting... Uh, not allowing any food or you know drinks coming in, that's, so we threw out a pack of Big Red just in case. That's normal though. If you, yeah. you go through customs, they don't want to bring food or no. Yeah, right. Uh, he says you know a lot of the restaurants were great. Uh, while I was there, he said the Women's World Cup was going on, hmm. and when he checked uh, checked into the hotel, I commented that I suspected they were busy because of the World Cup, and the lady at the front desk had no clue the tournament was even going on. So I immediately knew how popular women's soccer is in Australia. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't really get any cigars, but he did say that the uh, oysters at the um, South Melbourne Market uh, Street uh, Helen oysters were just as good as the Chesapeake Bay oysters that he wow. gets here. So okay, do they have uh, they have oysters down there. Or they get yeah, they flying well, them in. I don't know. I'd assume they we have them. The we're, we're one giant <laughs> island. Yeah, yeah. seafood's uh, kind of one of our big things. He says, uh, "Let's talk Tim Tams." Uh, sorry, Chrissy, Tim Tams are okay, but if they're sitting side by side with Oreos and I can only pick one, I'm picking Oreos 10 out of 10 times. Because your taste buds clearly uh, died years ago. Yeah. <laughs> a, Smoking a, all the cigars. That's a Tim Tam. Oh, I'll bring you some. He said uh, the, the people were great, you know. Cookie? Uh, yes. Uh, more fantastic than the oysters, cafes, and everything else. The people were just amazing. Uh, very pleasant to be around. So, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Um, they will be. There will be an email part three regarding cigar history in the Asia Pacific region oh. that I think Dan could research and have good topic uh, discussion in the future. Yeah, giving you work, uh, Dan. It appears the pretty boy moniker didn't stick around. Stick based on the way you all responded to it in the last email. Uh, so I guess mm. I'll just call you Dan. Uh, yeah, you're, you're looking kind of rough yeah, after the you know, expo. Yeah, yeah it's been a long couple uh, weeks. Ages you. Oh, you know. The podcast helps me get through a long flights across the Pacific. You are all doing great work. Uh, nice. Thanks. Thank you. Glad nice. you enjoyed my country. Tim Tams. Yeah. I'll is bring it, you some. It, what, so it's a cookie? Is it like an Oreo or is it? No. no. Well, I mean, it is a sandwiched cookie, but then it's also covered in chocolate. Oh, but our chocolate much better. is much better than your chocolate here, no offense. I, so, yeah. and the, no, I think it's bad here. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's reasonable. And it's got a chocolate cream in the middle, not that white stuff. So, yeah. Oreos are delicious, but Tim Tams, shit. I don't think Oreos are that Oreos, good. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like. And the the filling just is too Crisco-ish you need to for like me. Dump them, yeah. like a, all them into a giant thing of milk, and just eat it as or, like a, a stew. Put it or in ice crust. cream. You know, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I make truffles out of them, so you just oh, mash yeah. them up. Good stuff. Put yeah. some cream yeah. cheese with them. You can make a pie crust with yep. Oreos, yep. but they, I'll bring you some Tim Tams. They're best in ice cream. Dad flies in this weekend. I'll see if I'll quickly text him. Tell him to bring a pack with him. Oh, he's coming to visit again. Yep, he's coming back. That's awesome. Friday, yeah. yeah. We had him on the show. Go back and listen to the other episodes. Yeah, learn all about Australia on Mm -hmm. that episode. But uh, 
So we, we don't have a six-pack this week. Dave's not here. But uh, you can check out all the Cigar Hall of Fame cigars at twoguyscigars.com. That's number twoguyscigars.com. If you go and search Davidoff or Cabanas or Cuesta Rey, you can find all of them there and find out what your favorite is. You can also uh, find them... Uh, and learn more, like I said, on the CigarHallFame.com. And, you know, because it happened at the Expo, you can still get a box of the Expo Cigars for mm. 2023. If you uh, hurry, it's at the number two, GuysCigars.com. It's a good cigar, too. And uh, today, we're going to do our top five, brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Aloha! Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two, two of them, them. <laughs> so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. All right, today's top five is the top five Hall of Fame moments. There's so many different Hall of Fame induction ceremonies from football to baseball, basketball, wrestling, music. Uh, I don't think there's a movie Hall of Fame, which is surprising. Yeah, no. no. You know, they, there's they Sam's Turner Classics, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we try, I tried to compile uh, different moments from different Hall of Fames to give you guys some things to go check out uh, while you're on YouTube already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's Hall of Fame. I think it's Halls of Fame. Halls, halls of Fame. fame. Yeah. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Different fames. Halls. Halls of Fame. Halls of One Fame. fame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Several Halls. In the Annals of History. The right? Annals? No, the Annals. annals. Yeah, that's a different right. Yeah, that's a different... Yeah. They do, they, I think that's they an award... They do have that. That's an award show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a big get at the Vegas Convention Center if you can get in. But uh, number five, I have the Michael Jordan induction to the Basketball Hall of Fame. You can visit it if you're a New Englander. It's right in Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, you know, some people, I, I kind of went back and forth on which, there's so many different Hall of Fame speeches, but what I, I think is interesting about Jordan's is it's so true to who he was as a competitor because he spends half the speech talking shit about everyone who yep. denied him uh-huh. and, you know, his high school basketball coach. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. He invited him. He talked about Jerry Krause and how he said that, you know, the office makes teams, but he's like, no, it's the player. But it's really interesting. It, it, there is parts of it that are, are heartfelt, but it's, it's true to what people say about Michael Jordan, especially yeah. after the last <laughs> dance. But it's in the best way possible. So <laughs> that's a good one. Number four, I have Dusty Rhodes' WWE Hall of Fame speech. So Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Uh, he was a big wrestler in the NWA. He was a big influence on WWE. Probably most people remember him as the Polka Dots when he was in WWE, but one of the great minds of wrestling, but he had one of the best Hall of Fame speeches because if you've ever watched, if you guys ever watched the WWE Hall of Fame inductions, they've been doing it since the 90s, and it's usually, it used to be like an awards dinner, now it's basically its own TV show. Uh. Um, it used to be like two hours, and then it's gotten out of control where some people went on for like an hour and a half, like Mr. T, who was just a celebrity <laughs> induction, went on for way too long, and they had to cut the whole, half the show. But when, how about Andy Kaufman? Was he already dead? When he I think he in? was already dead when he went <laughs> so in. So he didn't say much. I don't think so. No, I think Jerry. I think Jerry Lawler slapping him was really <laughs> the, see Jim Carrey like in character, he right? Was basically there. But uh, Dusty Rhodes, he gave a great speech. It was probably all of ten minutes. Hit every high note. Left him wanting more. And it was where his son Cody Rhodes. 
started his WWE career. They saw he was good at giving the, uh, mm. what do they call that? The, the person who does the inductee speech. The, uh, MC? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. There's a word for the person who inducts the person. Oh, yeah. Gave a great speech, and then that was the start of him in wrestling. Huh. Now he's uh, on his way to the WWE Championship. But check that out. Number three, we have Dennis Rodman's Hall of Fame induction speech from the uh, Must have been a mess, right? It was, a, it was an emotional mess. You know, it's like... A lot uh, of crying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you watch Dennis Rodman play, it was all emotion. I mean, he's probably the best rebounder in the history of the yeah. game. But he, you know, is, he tells his really... It's really a sad story, but, you know, about him succeeding in the end. But beautiful uh, induction speech. It's weird to say that about Dennis Rodman, but yeah. mm. it was great. That was before he was friends with the North Korea It was during. Guy. It was during. 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 Okay. It was, uh, I think it was in the last 10 years or so. Right. But, so the, uh, the, the emotions was from the gunpoint. Yeah. And, and he's a big cigar smoker, just like yeah. Michael Jordan. So uh, number two, I'm going to need Ed Sullivan's help on this. The All-Star Jam from 1992 from the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So we have... There's a lot of names on this. So we yeah. have Neil Young, mm-hmm. Jimmy Page, Led Zeppelin, right? Yep. Johnny Cash from Johnny Crash. Yep. And uh, what else? What was, what was the, name? Uh, the group he did with uh, Willie Nelson and uh, what's the name of that? The, the Highwaymen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That, that's, a, that's, that's a good one. The Edge from U2, mm-hmm. Carlos Santana, Keith Richards, Booker T and the MGs, the Isley Brothers, John Fogarty, who's not from Foghat, apparently. He's no. from Credence Clearwater Revival. Ugh, it's, it's Credence Clearwater Revival. And Little Richard, that is a cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, a serious jam set. Did you ever listen? Did you ever watch that one? I, n- I never saw that one. I don't think I did. But I saw little bits and pieces of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. But yeah. I mean, that's just, just reading those names. It's like every one of them is, you know, gold record, gold record, gold records. But the number one is the uh, number one. Yeah. I, I've watched that a dozen or more times. All the yeah, time. Yep. And it, it, was, it was, I started this list based on that was going to be the number one. Yeah. And the number one is the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I keep saying Cigar Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame. My Guitar Gently Weeps with Steve Winwood, Tom Petty. Jeff Lynn, he's, mm-hmm. he's the one from Electric Light Orchestra, mm-hmm. right? And Prince, who Prince steals yeah. the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he has a guy like offstage just to catch him so he can lean back and go back on the stage. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were talking about, Chrissy and I were talking about it before the show. Of, uh, he does this long guitar solo, murders it, and then he throws his guitar up in the air. <laughs> his security guard catches it and hands it to Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So. Uh, what's crazy? Yeah. What, I think what happened, why he was he did that, the way he did it was apparently because when I was researching this, some article came out. It was like one of those lists of like the top guitar players yeah. ever, and he yeah. wasn't even on the list. No, and, and he's an incredible guitarist. Like, and it was basically, like, oh, you don't think yeah. I'm good at guitar? Okay, I'll show you. Mm. And yeah. he stole. He the showed show. them. Didn't even sing. No. No. Nope. He just played the shit out of that guitar and <laughs> threw it into the audience. <laughs> it was awesome. So yeah. if you never watched it, definitely go back and check that out. So that's the top five. Nice. Great. Well, that must mean it's time for Delightful News. Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Everyone run for cover! Mayday! Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code Red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some Delightful News. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. Last week was a twofer because I got children... And pets in. Mm-hmm. You did. So this week we got to go back to old people. All right. Got you got to make it fair. Chicago woman, 104 years old, skydives from plane, aiming to break record for world's 
oldest skydiver. So I saw part of that uh, headline from here, and I thought it said planning to break all of her bones. <laughs> no, it's like go, going out with a splash. A hundred and two year old jumping out of a plane sounds like well, it's not going to end well. You know, I was thinking about it. I thought, well, I wouldn't go skydive, but if you're hundred four, <laughs> why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. What else go do you have here? <laughs> yeah. If you don't make it, you don't make it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Dorothy Hoffner said. Age is just a number. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. The 104-year-old Chicago woman is hoping to be certified as the oldest person to ever skydive after leaving her walker on the ground <laughs> and making oh, a man. tandem jump in northern Illinois. I want to know what the liability and the waiver that was. Uh, the liability on the waiver. skydiving company must have been atrocious. I mean, no more than usual. I mean, the, the current record holder was set in May 2022 by 103-year-old. Oh. Uh, big long name from Sweden. Uh, but I mean, 103 from Sweden, yeah. that's practically 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to, the Americans, we had to take <laughs> yeah. the record. We had to do it better and take now, it back. This was not Hoffner's first attempt. She first skydived when she was 100. Did, uh, <laughs> okay. She, did she ever skydive before they had parachutes? Because she's <laughs> old enough, to, you know. I don't, she was helped up the steps to join the others. <laughs> God. Let's go, let's go, Geronimo, Hoffner said after she was finally seated. And she actually nice. knew Geronimo, which is... <laughs> yeah. She looked calm and confident when the plane was aloft. She was dead. <laughs> it was like a weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. She just had the goggles on. <laughs> dead skydiving record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she looked calm and confident when the plane was aloft and its aft door opened to reveal tan crop fields far below. Shortly before she shuffled towards the edge and leaped into the air. Oh, God. She tumbled out of the plane headfirst, completing a perfect forward roll in the sky before flying stable in free fall with her belly facing the ground. I she mean, missed an up. She was in tandem, so yeah. doing the front she roll, all that stuff, that's on the... She should have <laughs> done the triple Lindy, you know? like yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to get diving boards yeah, in the she, sky, though. She probably weighs <laughs> yeah. less than her age. It yeah. was like... <laughs> the harness probably weighed yeah. more than she did. <laughs> the dive lasted seven minutes. Oh, God. Yeah. Friends rushed in to share congratulations. Yeah, rushed in so in case she dies before they get to her. Well, while somebody <laughs> brought over Hoffner's red walker. Nice. She rose quickly, and she was asked how it felt to be back on the ground. Wonderful. Yep. The whole Same thing was delightful. Wow. Yeah, you see? She, she knew. She knew. It's made for this. Uh, after her jump, <laughs> Hofner's mind quickly turned to the future and other challenges. <clears throat> future? That's daring. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. What, well, not dying in the next yeah. 20, 25 minutes? <laughs> like lunch? That's yeah. <laughs> The lifelong Chicago woman who's set to turn 105 in December oh, goodness. said she might take a ride in a hot air balloon. That's a pretty big step down. Yeah, honestly. Mm, well, unless you're bungee jumping out of it. <laughs> well, how flammable is dust? That's the question, you know. I've never been in one of those, she said. What, what do you mean? She went around the world in 180 <laughs> days in one, right? And that, my friends, is just delightful. That was delightful. That was a little, yeah. you know, it was, uh, 
You know, sometimes it gets a little muddled if they're, you know, they're doing something to help someone, but they really weren't. That was a pure goodness yeah. one. Yeah, it's not about a guy who, you know, rolled into a lake in his wheelchair, <laughs> but then didn't die. <laughs> yeah. or, Which was one of my favorites. My or favorite. the, the, the guy with the dog and the boat. That was oh, yeah. Very suspicious. And then he gave away the dog. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. I think the dog wanted out, right? Yeah. <laughs> this but one was just pure delight. It was pure delight. It was, it was a good one. So why don't we go ahead and review this delightful cigar the Cigar Hall of Fame Davidoff Special R. What do you guys think? Okay. Uh, I've got my number. What's your number? Uh, I'm not a huge Davidoff fan, but the Special R will always, it, it treats me right. Yeah. I gave it a 93. Nice. 93? I That's only a, gave it 92. I yeah. also gave it a 92. It's, All right. I think it's the contrast for how I feel about most Davidoff cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah, yeah. He gave it an extra. Yeah. 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 It, it's it's the thing is it does treat you right, but because it's it's a four by seven eight, it just doesn't burn as long as I want it to. Mm. And it's look the the anti number three is great, but it's a little bit different. Nothing the, the special R has a, it really is a really special line in that anniversario. Well, don't they have the double R? Yeah, it's it, it it's not the same. I like the double R; it just doesn't taste. Yeah. But the special R is great. It's worthy of the cigar hall of fame. So. We'll check it out. But next week, we're going to check out what's going on on the ash holes, and we're going to talk about comedians and cigars. Oh, a lot of them like cigars. A lot of them like cigars. We just met one recently uh, (laughs) at the expo who likes them, Bill Burr himself. There's plenty to talk about there. But uh, make sure you tune in. Check us out next week. We'll be live at 4 o'clock on the ash holes, and we'll see you then. Until then, you've been listening to the ash holes, broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio, above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, Hampshire. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.